Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Come on. God is a God of freedom. God wants us to live in freedom. He wants you to be free of the opinions of other people, free of wanting more and excess, free of toxic relationships. He wants us to be free. So he doesn't want you to be in bondage to wanting what other people have. Amen. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo as we delve into the last portion of the blueprints of a successful relationship. By the way, if you, uh, if you were there yesterday in the last two prior days at LOP retreat, it was awesome. It was actually the best retreat, I believe, the best retreat we've ever had. Yes. And, uh, man, just, just God showed up, and it was a blessing. I'm thankful for all those who participated, came, showed up, served, helped. Everything. Thank, thank you so you, thank much. Thank you. It was really a blessing. We were just thankful. God be thankful. As we close out today's message, I want to do a quick review of the last three weeks. Uh, our first message, we spoke about the, the challenges of marriage. It says this in Matthew 19, but Jesus said, uh, not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. It requires a certain aptitude and grace. Marriage isn't for everyone. Some from birth never seemingly give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted, and some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons. But if you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it. Four quick things we have to understand. If you're going to be married, you've got to be mature. You've got to have a certain aptitude, ability to learn. You've got to have grace. You got, even last night, I went and um, we were talk in the bedroom, and I said, babe, we have to keep fighting for this. We have to keep fighting for this. And every now and then, we do coaching sessions to ourselves. We got to keep fighting for this. Because, see, marriage is not for the weak of heart. Capable of growing. Capable of growing. You'll never stop growing. (laughs) Uh, Marriage is on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you think you got something figured out, switch it up on you. It, as long as you know. <laughs> Believers, this is part, this is chapter, uh, week two. Believers must become proactive in our communication. Mm-hmm. If we're not proactive, we have no choice but to be reactive. And if you're always reactive, it won't be long to your radioactive. You're toxic. So that's why it's critical that we always are communicating with each other. Uh, Proverbs, I believe, is 13 and 10 in the Message Bible speaks this. Arrogant know-it-all stir up discord, but wise men and women listen to each other's counsel. I say it, and I'm going to keep saying it. If you're wise enough to choose them, be wise enough to listen to them. Now be mindful <laughs> that they're speaking wisdom. You ain't got to listen to foolishness. Amen. Praise God. 
Last week, we spoke about being diligent in your resources and money matters. Plans of the diligent lead to surely to abundance and advantage. But not everyone who acts in haste, but everyone who acts in haste will come surely to poverty. Today, as I, we delve into part four, this sermon is entitled The Joneses. The Joneses. Now, Pastor, what's the Joneses? I went to Urban Dictionary, didn't have anything good, so I just kept moving. So uh, the Joneses are uh, the people in our lives that if you're not careful, you will try to emulate and live like they live, but you're not the Joneses. I was reading a sports article about two weeks ago, made me laugh, and maybe that's where I got the title for the sermon, The Joneses. Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, he bought a yacht. It was 307 feet long. Within one week, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Redskins, bought a bigger one. 357 feet. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If you're not careful, you will always be chasing the Joneses. Another one I was just Googling made me laugh. Our brother Eldred Woods, Tiger. Eldred. The quote in front of him is the new boyfriend of his ex-wife. It never stops. I don't care how much money you have. You will always be chasing. If you're looking for satisfaction in things, there'll never be enough things to satisfy you. Mm -hmm. Exodus said this, the 10th commandment. Let's read, y'all. You shall not covet that is selfish you desire and attempt to acquire your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant, his female servant, his ox, his donkey, his big screen TV, his ramp. That's, that's what the Bible's saying, y'all, that all them things. When, when we come to God and we get saved, we are a new creature in Christ Jesus. That means old things pass away, behold, all things are new. Come on. So it has to be a heart change. It has to come with from within. So when you have those changes, you have new desires, new strengths, new motivations. We have to make sure that we change our heart toward how we see things. Amen. Amen. God is calling us to have a pure heart. Proverbs Proverbs 23. Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Thank you so much, babe. 511. The more you have, the more people come to help you spend it. Stop right there. Stop right there. Now, I want y'all to get this because some of y'all don't got a pay raise. Wonder why people talking to you nice. They calling you up. The more you have, the more people will come to help you spend it. So what good is wealth except perhaps to watch it slip through your fingers? 
And God is not a God of restrictions. Come on. God is a God of freedom. God wants us to live in freedom. He wants you to be free of the opinions of other people, free of wanting more in excess, free of toxic relationships. He wants us to be free. So he doesn't want you to be in bondage to wanting what other people have. Amen. In Proverbs 15, 27, it says, greed brings grief to the whole family. But those who hate bribes will live. The effects of always wanting more, there's four points. You have more fatigue because you're tired. You're constantly running and chasing after what other people have. It's more expensive. You wind up spending more money than what you would normally spend because you're trying to keep up with other people. The Joneses, you know, I I thought about this, man. Uh, Mm. We were newly married, 1998, and uh, it was towards the end of my first season in the NFL. And uh, my wife came to me and said, uh, Jomo, can I go to the next game with you? And I said, where you get an idea like that from? I wasn't all the way, you know, right well, at that time. And I, I just said, you know, where, where would you get an idea? Because, you know, you haven't came to any other game. So, you know, she came to the home games, but she was asking to go to an away game. So I said, you know, you know. The wives were talking and... I guess this was the first time in years that the Cardinals were going to have a chance to go to the playoffs. So this was the last game before the playoffs, and everyone wanted to go cheer their husband on. So they asked me if I was going to. So I asked her, I said, Where you get a crazy idea like that? So then she says, Well, Jomo, I was talking to Tracy and Tracy, and Tracy and Tracy said they're going. Tracy's. And they asked whether I was going or not. And I just wanted to ask you, can I go? go. I said, well, wait, wait a second, sweetie. I love you. I said, but first off, do you know who their husbands are? No. I said, okay. I knew their husbands, but I never Googled how much money they made. I said, let let me help you. Let me catch you up. Okay. Uh, My brother, Frank, he just got a new contract extension. It was $17 million, okay? $17 million, okay? We are thousandaires. They are millionaires, okay? (laughs) There is a difference between a thousandaire and a millionaire. Ah, I said, and so, Frank, that's no problem. They can go to every game they want to. And I said, and uh, Mr. Williams, he has even more than that. I said, so the answer to you is no. (laughs) Now, I love you. And I said, but let's have a plan. I said, right now, that's not within our means. Mm -hmm. And I said, but if we win this next game and we go to the playoffs, that's a check I did not expect. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So if we go to the playoffs, you're coming with us. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life 
the conversation has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the 7 ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Not expect. I said, Yes, you can. I said, if we keep going on this rate, we'll be at the Super Bowl. But Randy Moss and Chris Carter, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> that was Randy Moss' rookie year with that brother that was just, just, and, and we got the, yeah, it didn't work we out well. We were in the box with um, Chris Carter's wife, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. I'm going to pray for y'all when, when it's over. I'm going to pray for y'all. So I, I want to be clear here. I told her no. Right. And some I was okay with it. Some of y'all got to grow up and stop trying to please people. Living above your means. Sometimes you just have to say, look at your neighbor and say, that's the word. No. No, no, no. I love you, but the answer is what? No. No, I'm really, listen, I'm not laughing. I'm really trying to please, I'm trying to help you because sometimes you will feel like you need to please your wife or your husband. Right. And put yourself in a bad situation. If we can't afford it right now, the answer is? No. I said, but here's a key point. With the no, I had a future solution. Maine, if, if, if. If this, because it ended up being an extra $25,000. So the, the four or $500 trip in a hotel was insignificant because I had something more. So if you're going to say no, please have a plan with the no. The answer is That's no good. right now. But when this, 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 this situated, we'll make it happen. That's good. Got it? Because see, a blanket no is a dream killer. You can't just kill the dream. Anybody got your dream killer? So... Everyone say balance. Right. So with it, the answer is no for now. That's good. But my goal is to please you. So if these things happen, 
this is what's going to happen. My point to you is, though I wanted to please her, I had to make sure I understood my level. Not a bad thing, but I wasn't a high draft pick. I'm a free agent. Free agent means today you like me, tomorrow you don't. I don't have a guaranteed contract. So I had to think differently. And sometimes you'll get yourself in a bad place in your relationship thinking you're in another marriage. Mm. Well, Looking why, at well, other people's marriages. Well, why, why can't we do that? Because, see, you didn't finish school. That's why we can't do that. And see, if you'd have don't got your that. degree and we have, you have a better job. Don't th- say that. But you be don't thinking it. That. You be thinking it. You sure be thinking it. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, no, because see, we often make choices. And then when the money gets funny, we mad at people. Right. So you have to be mindful. So I can't look at that. I mean, because we do it. I mean, you understand? I'm sitting in the room, y'all. Lord Jesus. And the room was dark. We're watching game film of the, game, the previous week. My, my paycheck stub falls out of my book bag. The person behind me picks it up. His name was Swanee. Swanee Pooks picks up my paycheck. Swanee don't pay attention to film because he don't care. He just a monster. You know, sometimes the people are just monsters. They ain't got to look at film. I'm just going to beat, I'm just going to blow you out. And it don't matter. I don't care what move you have. He's six, five. When, when you're on the O-line and you're so wide and big, you don't matter what play you're doing because you're just going right through whoever in front of you. They don't That's need to the, know no, the play. No, we're not going to minimize. The they don't need to know the play. Of offensive, they, they, no, they need to. No, let me stop. This is not a discussion. Again, we're going to you stay on that level, and I'm going to stay on this level because this this is sports talk. Okay, this this we're just not going to communicate right here on this particular point. You are right most of the time. What did Eric say to you? So after Eric died, you know, looks at my whole check. <laughs> right, he looks at the whole check. He just sitting there watching the whole thing. Now, so we leave the room, and he says, "Jomo." I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I said, what's, what's, what's up, Eric? What's up? Now he's a couple years older than me. He says, uh, your check fell on the ground. And I just, I just couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what's wrong, man? See, see, I was on the practice squad at first. So the practice squad makes about, at that time, about 4000 a week, give or take. three or 4000 a week. I forgot. Right. When I got put on the active roster, my check went to 13000 a week. So listen, y'all, I'm over the moon. This is the most money I ever had in my life, right? I'm like, holy glory, you know. So when he saw my check, he said, Jomo, I don't know how you make it. <laughs> y'all, his check was 250000 a week. So when he saw my check, he started convulsing because <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't put in his brain how you survive. Off of 13000 a week. Because, see, the taxes on his check were like seventy five, eighty thousand 80000 a week. So when he looks at my check, he was like, he went in his pocket. He got a wad <laughs> of money. He says, here. <laughs> Everyone say perspective. Perspective. He gave me enough money to buy breakfast for the rest of the year because the rookies buy breakfast. And I took and went to Burger King and got a two for two. 
Fourteen dollars. Bought all them breakfast. Simeon took the sausage and threw it on the floor. Because he don't eat pork. Then throw it in the trash. Threw it on the... You know, because some of these, they have little extra egos. I don't know if you know that. They have a little extra. Anyway, it hit me. Perspective. Yes. You can't live in their world and they can't live... So why don't you just focus on what you have? Right. Because what I've learned is people will get themselves discouraged Mm -hmm. because you can't be the Joneses. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. Stop looking at the Joneses. You just going to get yourself frustrated. Glory to God. And and by the way, it's not a bad thing to want more. No. It's not a bad thing. But when you start pushing past what God told you to do, you're going to put yourself in a bad spot. Uh, There was a study by Kevin Doyle. He's a psychologist in the University of Minnesota. And he he, uh, identified there's four money languages. This is so good. Four money languages. And none of them are wrong. But if you don't identify how your spouse sees money, you will get in conflict. Because, see, some people use money to show love. Number one, the driver. Money means success. A driver says, I love you by buying things and showing you through material objects you are important to them. Obviously, taken too far, this become materialistic and non-relational. I made that mistake because I was a driver at times. I'm a couple of these. And this is really good because if you identify your spouse as the driver, then you won't get frustrated when they buy you something instead of giving you, like if your love language is quality time, when you get into heated fellowship and ask them why something didn't happen and they say, well, I bought you this, I gave you this, you know, I bought you and it's like, I didn't want that. But you took it. I thought when I bought that, you know, we squashed this. So The Bible says a man's gift will make room for him. Do you, this is what <laughs> I deal with on a regular basis. Right here, this is a great example. Number two, the analytic. Right. Money means security. Mm. Analytics say I love you through saving and planning for the future. This is the person who's going to give you a saving bond for your birthday. I don't want that. And in 20 years, it's going to be... In 20 years, it's going to be $100. <laughs> but they're showing you love. Right. But see, you don't understand it. My point is, you see, what happens, you get frustrated with a person because they're showing you love through their prism of money. That's right. But if your prism of money and their prism of money are not in agreement, all of a sudden you get frustrated, but they think that's love. Right. So if you guys don't figure out what is your money language, you will always be in stress and chaos. Mm-hmm. I know y'all never heard this before. This is good. Taken too far, they become miserable. No fun and controlling. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Right now, people's faces are popping up in your head. Right now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's who they are. You know that's true. They can also communicate more value for money than for people. Then the amiable, the amiable says, I love you by sharing and giving without balance and wisdom. 
This is a person that's going to always be broke, but you're going to be happy. Yep. I can identify with this one. You could? Yeah. Because I'll, I'll give and just give. But what I, God had to speak to me on this because just because you're giving something doesn't mean, you know, you're doing a good thing, but you may not be doing a God thing. Because if God's trying to work on somebody in a certain area and then you're always saving them or giving them money to get them out of a situation, then God's never going to be. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something.